Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Thank you very much, Colin, for, for coming uh, on the podcast to speak to us. I think we just went straight in and... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but that's good because, I mean, for me, these podcasts are just like, you know, sitting over a cup of coffee, just catch mm-hmm. up and talk about things and, and all of mm-hmm. that. But uh, I think, uh, first, first of all, I just wanted to sort of uh, take a step back and just uh, capture a bit of your your journey and, and your background because uh, a lot of uh, listeners tend to sort of uh, resonate to, you know, ordinary people like us, mm-hmm. you know, who, mm-hmm. who have achieved great things like you, you know, when mm-hmm. they hear about, you know, the background where you've come from and uh, it just, uh, you know, lights some spark in them to say, actually, these things are possible. If uh, <laughs> Colin, you know, coming from this sort of background can achieve this, maybe for me, I also have a chance and they can do things. So I uh, yeah. think it's always a, a great uh, way for people to actually uh, get to, to understand where people are coming from as well. Yeah. So if you can take us through your early days, you know, maybe growing yeah. up, the siblings, the parents, yeah. the school and all of that as a journey. Yeah. So yeah, no. I'd love to, I'd love to do that, and you know, thanks for the opportunity to do so. I um, I mean, I'm I'm from Essex, so I am I am Essex, oh. Essex man, and mm-hmm. uh, and I I grew up in um, grew up in sort of Southend and Colchester. They were the sort of two areas that uh, that, that oh. my, uh, my schooling. Southend is just fifteen minutes from me. Was oh, it? Oh, so where are yeah. you then? Where are you? In Wickford. You're in Wickford. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I was um. I was born right by the airport, and we used to go down to cockle sheds and all that sort of stuff when uh, when oh, I was when I was really small. Yeah. Um, and then we moved. My my, my dad was uh, was in the ambulance service, so he he, he worked in in the ambulance service in London. And then he moved out to Essex, and he he did you know he started off as an ambulance driver, but he did well he did well in his career, and um, he ended up I think he was something like a divisional commander. So you know I was I was really fortunate that um, you know that I had somebody there. Um, who was who was you know sort of really focused on on in, on improving his career, yeah. but he was able to do that in in a fairly small geographical area. You know, sort of London to to Essex. You know, wasn't wasn't a big move for us. Even though when we moved up to Colchester, I think I was ten or eleven. So for me personally, it was a really difficult time to move. You know, at the end of uh, the last year of primary school, I had to move and go to a new primary school, and then a year later, I was then going to a senior school where I knew absolutely nobody. You know, and that was uh, that was quite that was quite daunting. But we got got through that, made some made some good friends, and then when I um I I, I did A levels, I did my O levels, did my A levels, um, and then I just went to work for um for a big company in Colchester called British Telecom. Okay, you would have heard them, and just doing just doing clerical work. But all, a lot of my friends had gone off to university, and um and I I decided not to. Okay, I wanted to work. <laughs> then I was hearing about all these amazing times that these people were having and I was going and visiting them and uh, and you know and, and they were all having a great time and I thought god I've got to go to I've got to go to university I've got to do this mm. and um and I'd actually been told at school by my uh by my uh headmaster or deputy head or oh, you, you know you'll never go to university and there's lots of people about that but you know this guy said it to me now um I thought okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so I I had a look I I'd done a a couple of uh, a couple of maths and physics, and I 
I came across this uh, this thing called quarry engineering. Okay, and I thought that's that sounds interesting. And I uh, knew nothing about quarrying, nothing at all. And um, it was up in um, sort of uh, in Doncaster, up north. And I'd never been, I'd never been up north, never, never lived up north or anything like that. And so, um, so I turned up in, I think it was 19, 1986 in Doncaster uh, in November, and I started this uh, this course that I knew nothing about, and um, and absolutely loved it. You know, met some met some great people. I did I did a couple of years in Doncaster. Went up to Leeds University, did some time there. Um, I was actually sponsored. I mean, one of the one of one of the beautiful things about uh, about the quarrying industry yeah. is, um, you know, and it's you know it's making all the rock and the stone and everything like that for construction. But not many people want to go into it. Um, and so the big quarrying companies um, actually pay for you to go to university. So I was actually I was actually paid to go to university. And they still do it today. You can still get paid to go to university today by these big companies. And um, and I just met some amazing people, and uh, I was I say I was I was sponsored through by by a company. They employed me afterwards, and I um I became a quarry manager. I worked in Yorkshire, and then I went up to Scotland, and then I went down to Wales, and I sort of moved around moved around the company an awful lot, the country an awful lot, and um and then I got an opportunity to actually move out of operations um, and become a health and safety um, advisor in in South Wales and then I got promoted and became like a regional and then I I got promoted again and I became the the national uh, the national uh, head of health and safety for for the whole of a company called Hanson big quarrying company in the, in the UK so I was at a pretty a fairly sort of significant role reporting into the board and then um and then about uh it had been about 12 13 years ago I I decided to 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 leave and set my own business up so um so i walked away from this this big corporation with um with a big i had a big bonus and a final salary pension and all these sort of things and i and and i thought no i want to do my own thing i want to i want to set my own business up uh at the time my my wife at the time was uh was was pregnant we had a little one on the way so it was a it was a really really probably a Looking back, it was probably a foolish time to, to <laughs> but it's what I wanted to do. And and I think for me, I had a really good guy I went into business with at the time, a guy called Mark, who um, who was really driven as well. And we set up a business, and um, and that was that was in two thousand and six. And and sort of since then, um, um, Mark and myself have, have got our own businesses now. We've um, you know, we still talk to each other, but we we do our own thing. Um, but now, um, now I've got a great, a great company. I'm working with, uh, I'm working with clients that I want to work with, rather than when you first start in business. Sometimes you have to work for the clients who pay you the money, yeah. not, not necessarily the ones that actually necessarily believe in the same, the same approach to yourself. But I'm very fortunate now. You know, I, I work with some really, really nice, lovely clients, um, and I get opportunity to do, to do other stuff. So mm. you know, so. You know, we, we obviously met through the uh, through the speaking and yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know that whole that whole process of of uh, of, of speaking and, and and what what um what the guys uh what the guys are teaching us at Progressive is just fantastic. Yeah. We've got, got my own podcast as well, mm. and uh, yeah, and it's just that's great. You know what I mean? And, and like you know when we were talking about you know losing all this weight, you know, and that's yeah. that's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. 
So, so I mean, I mean, when uh, when you're making this uh, transition, obviously there's a uh, quite significant differences between the transition from uh, like working on a on a nine to five job and actually becoming uh, and owning your own business. Was was that you know quite daunting for you? Obviously, like you say as well, your your wife being pregnant as well. It just uh, sounds like quite a big leap when uh, a lot of things are, are happening. Um, how, how did you handle that? Okay, so I mean, you know, I think I think you know what happened. What happened in um in my career is um is I'd got a little bit frustrated. I think you know I had um I had been in a position to be able to to influence how the business moved forward from a health and safety perspective, mm-hmm. and then with a sort of a with a, a a change in direction of the business that that got affected a little bit, and I I wasn't allowed to influence as much, and I became a little bit of an implementer, and mm-hmm. um and that didn't sit really where I wanted to be, and and I think you know in you know in life you, you've you've got choices. You know I, I I definitely didn't leave my company with in, with a bad uh, you know with a bad um, mm. a, a, a sort of exit. Not at all. You know it was a very very uh, it was a very very supportive. But but I suppose I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do, and so you've got two choices. You either get on with it and just do what the company wants you to do or you do something about it and so I decided to do something about it and my way of doing something about it was to to set set my own business up become a become a consultant and again you know when um you know when I handed me notice in um I I had to give a bit of notice I had to give uh, quite a few months notice but um I um I had no clients I, I didn't have one single client when I handed my notice in, but I believed in myself. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, and I knew I had a really good idea of what I wanted to do. I had a good idea of what I was worth as an individual. Yeah. And, um, and, and so I, so I did it, I, you know, and now, you know, one of my, one of the parts of my business now is to, is to help people that are in that sort of situation yes, or yeah. working in big organizations who are looking to make that leap into running their own businesses and yeah. um, so we you know my, my business provides health and safety support to clients who need health and safety support but we also do a lot of work with with health and safety professionals who, yeah. who, want, to, who want to do their own thing want to set their own business up and yeah. it's, uh, it's great Great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's uh, that's quite a, a a big a big leap. But because uh, in most situations, people actually tend to make these leaps after you know having some sort of uh, shock, life shock of some sort. Either they are made redundant or there's a, a death or or something, and you know some big life changing moment. But it it is good to have these kind of moments to actually reflect that actually what do I want to do in the future with my life and what steps can I do? And you know, people like yourselves who've actually done it, you know, be great consultants to, to actually uh get it get into that, especially doing it without having clients. But how how did you get to decide that business wise that is the path that you wanted to go? Is that just because it was linked to what you are doing, or did you have ideas of other things that you brainstormed on? And I, um, I, it's it's really it's really really great question, Alex. And I and I, um, I suppose I always knew that that I wanted to sort of be, be a bit of a problem solver. You know, even you know when, when I even when I was you know sort of a quarry manager, you know, 
I, 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 I used to chat to my boss and say, oh, you know, just talk to him about issues and problems that yeah. there were in my site or in the business and how we were going to sort it out. And I thought, you know, I, I really, I really enjoyed that, that particular aspect. And so, and so what I wanted to do is I wanted to do something where I could help people solve problems. And, you know, and there's a lot of, there are a lot of health and safety consultants and there are a lot of health and safety professionals who yeah. are problem finders. Okay. So they will go in and they will say that this is wrong and that is wrong and this is wrong and that is wrong. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go in and say, okay, we've got, we've got, we've got an issue here. We've got an opportunity here. You know, and that's how you look at, we've got an opportunity here to do something a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. talk through let's decide how we can how we can do that better and so that's you know that's really what um you know what i what i wanted to do and and i suppose a a consultant is a is a good way of, of doing that mm. so, so that is what i i set up so i yeah. set up as a and it was um you know it was really interesting when um like i say i was in business with, with this guy called mark and um and I can remember going to my very, very first client down in uh, down in down in Essex, actually, in a place called Ardley, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a lady um, a lady called Linda, who is the MD of the business, and I I turned up and did uh, did a couple of days' work for her, and um, and she was really happy. She was really happy at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, two days, and uh, and I and so I went and saw her, and, I, and I've always been quite I've always been quite straight with people, yeah. and I just said, look, Linda, I said, I'm going to be really straight with you. I said, look, um. Is there any chance that you can um, you could write us a check for um, for the last two days? That I could because uh, this is you know, so this is back when checks were still meant something. Yeah. And, um, and she said um, she said right. You know, I, I sort of told her what the date rate was, and she said right, okay. Um, so anyway, she um, she wrote this check out and she handed it over to me, and it was for double the amount of money that I'd asked for. Oh wow. <laughs> And I went, what's all this? And she goes, can you come back next month and do two more days for us? And I went, yeah, love, love, love to. And I can remember getting back, getting back to, I was living down in Bristol at the time, getting back down to Bristol and I, and I rang my, my business partner, Mark, up and I said, look at this. You know, I sort of showed you yeah. a check. Look what we've got, you know, and it was like the first money coming into the business. And it was yeah. just, and I think, you know, you know, what that, that taught me that, you know, that if, if, if you, if you do stuff that's of value to people, then people, people really, really respect mm-hmm. it and, you know, and, and support, you know, all yeah. the way through COVID. We haven't lost a client through COVID um, because of, you know, that because we've been supporting them all, you mm-hmm. know, there to help. And that's, and that's so, it's so important, you know, yeah. yeah, you know? That, that's brilliant. So, in in the in the early days, considering you left without oh well, you handed in your notice without having any clients on board. How how did you manage or what was the process to get those first clients on the books? How how did you go about that? <laughs> so one of the things um you know one of the things that that we that I did very very early on is I spoke to my mortgage company okay and I said to my mortgage company look can we have a can we have a, like a, a two or three month uh, um uh window you know where we you know we don't and they and again they were great they were really really supportive and um so that took a little bit of pressure of how much money not was just coming into the business but how much money we had to take out um so so having not having that pressure on actually thought that was one thing you know nowadays i don't know how good mortgage companies will be with that i mean we, we had a good record of paying for years and years and years so it was it worked mm-hmm. out but what we um <coughs> What we had to do was we had to go out and talk to people, and I, you know, I had to I had to go out and 
and I have a lot of contacts. You know, I've, I've, I've been in the quarrying industry for a lot of years and the quarrying industry were really, really helpful to us. So, um, I was, again, I was very fortunate. The Institute of Quarrying, um, there was an opportunity to, to help them write a health and safety management system that they could then give out to their clients. And, um, and, so, and so, you know, we got paid to write this system. But what that also meant then is that we then had these fantastic resources that we could sell outside of the quarrying industry. We weren't allowed to sell it inside the quarrying industry, but we were allowed to sell it outside. So, um, you know, so again, that was that was really, really helpful. And um, and then it was it's just a case of, of, of getting, you know, getting out networking. You know, I, you know, I suppose I didn't really, you know, when I worked for a big business, I didn't realize how important networking was because I never used to call it that, you know, we used to just go for meetings, you know, I mean, whereas in actual fact, you know, going out and, and building relationships with, with other people that, that ultimately help to promote you um, because they have got confidence and, and trust in you yeah, is really, really yeah. important. So, so networking was, is, was a big part and still is a big part of what I do. You know, I was on at half past six this morning. Yeah, I was at a networking yeah. event. Um, you know, because it is, it is just such an important part of, 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 of maintaining and growing your business. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And uh, so, I mean, a, lo- a lot of uh, businesses, especially like uh, the, the small startups and relatively small uh, businesses, they see probably health and safety as something that is uh, maybe quite difficult or big to understand or maybe just relates to the big corporations and all of that. Mm-hmm. Able to just maybe give us a bit more of the technical side of like health and safety or the different parts and everything mm-hmm. else that is involved and especially what small businesses especially should be actually looking out for and how they can actually be helped by mm-hmm. consultants like yourself. <clears throat> I think the, um, you know, in, in law, um there's there's a there's a piece of legislation as we said legislation can be really boring okay you know and um, you've always got to be careful but there's a there's a piece of legislation out there that talks about you know the size of your business if you employ if you employ less than five people you don't have to have as much documented as if you employ more than five so that's the you know that's if you've got five or more people in your business then there's a bit more onus on you to to get things right um, and, so, and so we tend to work with businesses that have got five or more people. You know, that, 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 that's where, you know, that's, that's what, we, what we look for. Yeah. Um, and also businesses that do stuff. So engineering, manufacturing, you know, they tend to be the ones that have more risk. So that yeah. tends to be yeah. where, we, where we, we spend most of our time. Mm-hmm. But what it's about, I suppose, is a, it's about, you know, for me, good, good health and safety is, is actually just good management. You know, mm-hmm. it's about having, having really good communication with, the people in your business so you know, them really understanding um what the risks are you know the hazards associated with the jobs that, that your business does um and, and you've got people that, that understand that and and can work alongside it you know you're never you're never going to have a situation where you eliminate risk from a business okay mm-hmm. so it's going to happen it's yeah. always going to be there so what you've got to do is you've almost got to embrace that risk and you've got to understand it and you've got to um You've got to to be comfortable and confident that the people that you've got there understand it and are happy are happy to to talk about it. So, you know, a lot of work that we do is about is about building 
trust, you know, honesty and honesty. You know, there's an awful lot of work that we're doing. It's not about just going in and doing a risk assessment or inspecting a workplace or, um, you know, or doing a bit of training in manual handling. You know, that's the, to be fair, that's the, that's, that's the, that's the, the, the easy, the boring stuff. The really stuff is about is about going into a business and helping them create an environment where the people actually feel feel valued, um, feel that they've got a voice, feel that they they're listened to, um, and and can influence the decisions that the company's making from a health and safety perspective. You know, yeah. so if, if there's a job that they've got that they that they feel a bit uncomfortable about. The management in the business have actually taken the time to find out about it and to yeah. go out and and talk to the people. You know, if you if you think about any business, the people that really know what it is that needs to be done to do the job safely are the people that are doing the job day in day out. Because pretty much every day, they are able to successfully do that work without getting injured or getting hurt. So yeah. that so you know so the knowledge and the understanding is there. But sometimes people get it wrong. Sometimes people make mistakes, you know, and, and, and that happens in, all, in everything that we do. You know, everything that we do, people get things wrong and make, get th- make mistakes. So, so don't think that that isn't going to happen from a health and safety perspective. Yeah. What's yeah. important is how you react as a business when mistakes do happen. Um, unfortunately, from a, you know, from a financial perspective, if, if a mistake's made, you lose a few quid. You know, yeah. from a health and safety perspective, you make a mistake, you can lose your life. You know, yeah. so... It, it's much much bigger odds that you, you you know and bigger you know bigger penalties that you're paying but people don't see you know people don't see it that way in the workplace yeah. mm-hmm. you know if you want to be a successful business person you really want to understand the risk and you want to make sure that the people that you've got in your business understand it yeah. and what an environment where people can comfortably and confidently just talk about stuff and not be penalized not be pushed down not be shut up because if you shut people up, then then things are going to go wrong, and you're going to pay. Them. Yeah, wow, yeah, that, that that's great. That's a great picture of uh, what 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 is involved in in, in health and safety. So, uh, for you as, as as a business, sort of uh, looking forward over the, the 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 coming years, what what is the the grand vision or what is the grand plan in terms of? where you see yourself or where you want to go, where you want to take the business? So I am, um, um, I've, I've, again, I've used, I've used lockdown very, very positively. So, mm. so we've developed a, a, a new online um, system for, mm. for helping people to do the, to do the boring stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. To do the, the compliancy bit, to, to, to help them sort of track their, when, when, fire risk assessments are due or noise surveys are due or when training is due when you know um uh risk assessments are complete, are out of date so so we've developed a we've developed a system that um that, that helps them track that and within that we've also with the stuff that we've been doing you know on the on the expert speaker and becoming better at presenting yeah. there's loads of videos that we've built into this so there's lots and lots of advice so this online tool is is is, is something that gives people advice and it gives people um, uh, a way of, of managing their business for doing it remotely. So, <laughs> so what? Um, you know, we've called it safety remotely. Um, so what that does is um, is 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 one of my aims is to really really grow that. So I really want to push that push that business um, and get get that online model working much much better 
Yeah. And then what that's going to do is that's going to give me the opportunity and give me the time to spend the do, doing the things I really enjoy. And that's helping other health and safety professionals get, get better. Um, you know, at the moment, we're just starting a project with an with a insurance company where we're helping them build a risk management part to their business. Mm. So, so, so we are, you know, you know, we are providing them the health and safety quality and environmental expertise to build this, uh, to build this risk, this risk model that they can then take out to their clients. So, you know, so we, you know, so we're, we're just looking to continually, I suppose, grow, you know, grow that kind of, uh, that kind of environment. So the online model and, uh, you know, which gives us a lot of passive income, you know, that's, uh, I think uh, that's that's one of the things that's, uh, that's important because if, if all the time you're just, um, you're just getting paid for the time that you put in, then, then you, you, you get a limit to, to how much you can make without, without scaling and scaling and scaling. And, um, you know, and I, I don't necessarily want lots and lots of people working for me. You know, we've got a great team, you know, um, what I want to do is is, is is grow the online offering and then have really, really great people, a small number of really great people providing really, really great service to some really great clients. Mm. And, uh, you know, and that's my, you know, that's my aim. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 53 now, so I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not at the end of me, uh, I'm not at the end of my career. But also, I haven't got, I haven't got 30 years out of me, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, about some, you know, about my exit strategy as well. You know, I, yeah. you know, I don't want to work, I don't want to work till I'm 70. Mm. Uh, I probably don't want to work till I'm 65. So I'm probably, I'm probably going to be working till I'm somewhere between 60 and 65. So I've got another eight to 10 years that yeah. I want to get this business just to a stage that that i've got a bit of a legacy then that i can either pass on to the family mm. or um or i can or i can sell you know yeah. that's uh, you know that's 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 my aim that's that's great there um understanding that you're you're thinking uh, in, in terms of leveraging like leveraging technology so you can actually s- scale the business online because this is one of the key advantages of technologies and even 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 now like building these online resources you can reach a lot more people remotely they can access it 24 7 in their own time so that is uh, that is great because one of the things people sort of get stuck with when they are thinking of their businesses is the scalability how can they reach the masses and, and in what sort of a time frame especially when it's either one man band or the services are just dependent on you, you know, your time. But when you leverage technology and, uh, uh, you know, online resources like you've done, then that gives you that extra extra push as well. So that's uh, that, that that's good. That's good to see. Yeah. Okay. I think the other thing as well is, you know, the, the podcast, you know, um, I've been doing it now for just over 18 months. Mm. And, um, and it's just been, it's just been such an interesting and fascinating experience. You know, experience the same, Alex, and uh, you know, just to be able to to actually meet, you know, COVID has been great as well because it's, it's made people available. But yeah. to be able to meet some of the big influencers around the world from a health and safety perspective, and to and to learn from that experience has mm. been wonderful, and it's made me a better individual. Yeah. And I think you know, I'm, I'm now I'm now also seen as a bit of an influencer. You know, I'm I'm you know I am helping change the way that people think about health and safety in the workplace. And that's something I'm really proud of, and that's something I want to do so much more of, you know. Yeah. And um, 
you know and so you know so the, the podcast i'm working with a there's a there's a young guy called james who runs a who runs a, another health and safety podcast and we've we've got together and we're we're basically putting all of our learning into these series of online videos yeah we're gonna sell you know that you know and i'm not frightened to say that we're gonna sell yeah. these things yeah but, you know, it's just so it's just so great so, you know he's only he's, he's 30 okay yeah. and he's just so passionate and just so driven right. and it's just, it's just wonderful to, to spend time with him mm. and to, uh you know and to and to help him you know i'm helping him grow as an individual yeah. i'm growing as an individual and as an individual spending time with him and we're going to put these absolutely fantastic resources out to people so that they can become better yeah and, so, you know, so, and you know, and we're gonna and we're gonna make a few quid on the way. So, brilliant! Oh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's about identifying those opportunities wherever you 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 can get them, isn't it? And the opportunities to network and collaborate with people as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I imagine, obviously, health and safety. There is a local country laws that that apply, but. There must be a global aspect to it as well, isn't it? Which uh, uh, you, you can relate to other countries in the in a similar fashion. I mean, you know, we're, we're fortunate, but I'm fortunate in a way to be from the UK because mm. the because the UK over the years has always been at the forefront. You know, if you if you look back at that legislation, you know, yeah. you know, there's been there's been health and safety legislation since the 1800s. You know, and um and so the so the UK has been heavily regulated, and so has actually got a really really good understanding of how things are done well um mm. and and pretty much the world looks to the uk as a as a lead you know mm. and so and so um and so being brought up in this in this environment has given me has given me a good head start there's no doubt about that but what it also means is is that that the way that it's influenced legislation in other countries Means that the pretty much you know if you look at how people do risk assessments, yeah. they're pretty similar around the world. How people manage chemicals is pretty similar. The issues associated with noise and how you control noise is mm. all fairly similar. You know there are going to be little little bits and pieces that are that, that are different, but generally speaking, you know it's it's very very much about about engaging with the people that are doing the jobs and 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 and, and getting them to understand the controls that are needed. Yeah. So, so when we're starting to put training stuff together, it it actually has a worldwide audience. It isn't it isn't an audience that's that's for the UK. It goes it goes around the world, and yeah. uh, because of that, you know, you've got a you've got a pretty decent pool. And you know, and the, and the podcast that we have, you know, the interesting health and podcast is as um and has been taken up by this uh, this this thing called Safety FM in the states. Yeah. So now get to, you know all of our episodes gets get basically aired right across America, wow. right across yeah. Australia, into the Far East because Safety FM is pushing right away around the world, and um you know so it's so we get we're getting loads and loads and loads of visibility, yeah, and it's but, but the reason that's happened you know and I really believe this is because because we're getting really great guests on. You know, on the show, really good quality guests, and really, and really think about the, the topics that we talk about. You know, the the quality of the topic and the quality of the guest. Mm. You know, I I just sit there and just talk about it, mate. You know what I mean? That's brilliant. And, and I mean, one of one of the uh, uh, the episodes, I think you t- you talk about uh, 
doing something better rather than going bigger uh, in one of your episodes, I think. It would just give us a bit more more on that because I think that's 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 quite relevant in a lot of stuff. Instead of you know, because sometimes we can get bogged down into going big, 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 and big, but we can actually be more efficient by just doing the stuff that we're doing better. So, I mean, I mean, I you know about um you know it was about I suppose about four or five years ago. Mm. You know, I've got a I've got a decent client base. You know, I've got a really really nice base of clients, mm. and and. My my thinking had used to be, I need more clients. I need more clients. I need more clients. Yeah. You know that's what I used to think. You know, and, yeah. and and with that, then if you need more clients, you need more resources to, uh, you know, to 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 run to run those those the, all those clients. And mm-hmm. and with it comes comes issues and problems. Um, I I changed that, and I thought, you know, now what I've got to do is I've got to provide a better quality service to all of my clients. Mm-hmm. And and if I do that. Then what I will do is I will I will work with them more and and ultimately earn more money out with them yeah. from them you know and um, because I'm I'm providing more and more more and more good quality resource to the people that have already got a relationship with them rather than rather than trying to build up a relationship with the, with the people that you don't know so you know so that has been the focus the, the focus has been about about mm. spending time I. Every single, you know, every single year, every single year, I sit down and talk with all of my clients about how well have we done, you know, yeah. what have been, what have been the things that we've done well for you, how could we improve, and what do we need to do to help you to make you better from a health and safety perspective. That is that is part of the service that we provide is having those discussions and having those those conversations, and what comes out of that is is work. You know, because, because we're just talking to the we're talking to the people who who made the decisions about the issues that they've got, and and that's what you know that's what people want is they want solutions. Yeah, you know, people want solutions to their problems, and and that's what we that's what we help them find, and and sometimes we can we can actually be that solution, yeah. and sometimes we know people who can help them with that solution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I I often find that that. I'm referring people into my clients that's got nothing to do with health and safety, but I know that they can help them be better. And if I've got if I've got one of my existing clients who's now doing a really good job for one of my other clients, yeah. and both of those people see me as the the catalyst that's made that successful relationship happen, mm. then that's a great place to be. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got two really great clients who are working with each other um, and are and are and I'll both be becoming better for it. Yeah. And that means then, you know, then they see me as the catalyst that's made that happen. And I'm also, I know that there's financially, they're in better places. So I'm going to get paid as well. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. And, <laughs> and they're probably likely uh, to recommend, you know, people they know to you as well for, for some, uh, uh, for some consulting as well. Uh, so, look, looking back at, uh, at your journey, what, what, what would you say, um, have been your main challenges or difficulties that you've had to overcome and to achieve where you are, and uh, successes as well along the way. Sorry, I, I missed that. The main challenges that I've, that I've had to face. Yeah, yeah, like like oh, oh yeah, through, throughout your, your your journey to be where you are. What what would you, would you say are the the main challenges you've had to overcome? 
I think I'm. I think you know. I am. Uh, I am very much. I, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a workaholic, but I work really hard. And yeah. um, and I think probably one of the things that that I've done is I've I've spent too much time working in you know in in the business, and that's had a that's had an impact on my on on my my life outside of work. Yeah. Um, so, so when I said, you know, I mentioned about my, you know, when I set a business up, I had, I had a daughter on the way, but yeah. I'm, I'm not married to that lady anymore. I'm married to an absolutely amazing lady now who's very, very, she's wonderful. And, but, um, you know, so, so I think that's been, that's been one of the, um, you know, that's been one of the challenges is, is, is yeah. getting that balance right. And I think, I, I think I got it wrong. I've got it wrong in the past. I've spent too much time. You know, thinking that that life is about the business, where in actual fact it should be a way to provide you with the resources that you need to to enjoy your life. And yeah. uh, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoy my life more now than than I probably ever have in mm. in my in my career because because I've got that right mindset. Um, I think you know, for me, you know, health and safety. You know, health and safety is quite a boring topic. Okay, it's quite a, it can be quite a challenging topic, but and you, you make it interesting, Colin. Though, you know, <laughs> but there aren't there. Are, you know, to be fair, I'm being really straight here. You know, there aren't that many people who have got health and safety technical understanding. Yeah, that have got the same approach as myself, mm. and so finding good quality people, you know, to to help you grow the business because you can't do it all on your own. Yeah. has been a, so finding finding the right the right type of of employee or associate, you know that that has been a challenge. And I think you know in in the past I've I've got it I've got it right sometimes and I've got it wrong sometimes. And so you know the selection the selection of people into your business is is so important. You know and 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 so you know if if you are a business owner that's looking to grow, yeah. then you know I can't emphasize enough how important it is to to get the right people wearing the right shoes. You know, you know, it's just just really really important. Mm. Um, you know, and I think you know, systemizing. I think that has been, you know, that has been something that I I was probably a little bit late to the table on. Um, yeah. you know, we've worked with you know in, in the past we've worked with bits of paper and Excel spreadsheets and Word documents and stuff like that. And um, you know, and get but getting getting systems into your business that that actually help you run your business. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've, you know, we've been been pretty successful at doing that, and and are getting better at it. You know, and this this online system that we've developed is actually amazing at helping us, um, uh, helping us get that get that process, get that system. You know, yeah, because well, that that's a good point actually, because uh, a lot a lot of people probably get get stuck on this uh, issue around either getting other people's systems in place, spending that money, they think maybe they can do a lot of the stuff themselves, you know, like a forced economy kind of thing. But uh, they're, they're actually putting, uh, spending a lot of time on stuff, which if they just invested in those systems or invested in whether beers or someone, they can actually use their time, leverage their time to do more sort of high value things in the, in the business. So that's, uh, that, that, that's quite uh, quite good to know. So, what have been um, your biggest successes, and and have there been people along the way who have been like uh, mentors or people who have helped you that you can 
call upon? Yeah. Um, so, you know, in the last, um, you know, in the last uh, year, okay, there have been, there have been two, two people that have been really, really influential on, on my development. Um, and um, um, one of them, you know, Robert, um, yeah. uh, at Progressive, um, you know, has just, has just been so inspiring. Him and Tony have just been so inspiring um, in, in, helping, in helping me grow as an individual. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I've, you know, I just, I, I just, Robert Upright, you know, sat down with me just over a year ago and we had, we had the most, the most frank conversation I've ever had in my life about yeah. something that was really, really personal to me. And, yeah. and at that moment, he just, he almost, he almost unlocked my, unlocked my life by, yeah. by giving me the freedom to really believe in myself. Yeah. Um, so that was, um, you know, that was, that, that was amazing. Um, James was helping us with my, with my my health um and and a guy called greg you know they're, they're they're really they're really good because what they're doing is they're they're there they're they're supportive they're challenging they um you know they don't they don't rest in respect of you know every single day every single day for the last time you know they've been helping me for 100 127 days i think it is now okay yeah. in the last 127 days every single day they have been there saying come on Let's keep this going. Let's keep this focus. Let's keep this drive. Let's keep on pushing. And so having having that there has been has been great. Yeah. Um, you know, looking a bit back further in you know sort of in my uh, you know in my career, yeah, I've, I've I've been I've been very fortunate. You know, my first business partner, Mark. You know, he um, you know he was you know just uh, just somebody that, that again brought some real focus to 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 helping me set up where the business was going. Yeah. And um, you know, and he runs a really successful business down in Bristol. You know, we we sat up together in Bristol, and then I moved away. He runs a really great business down there. I've got a great business up in the Midlands, and you know, and that's you know, that's 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 come together uh, because of you know because of having having him there. And I, you know, we haven't we haven't worked closely together for a few years, but we still we still call each other friends, which I think is quite nice. You know, if you've been in business together and you're not, you know, there's probably quite a few people that couldn't say that. You know, there's probably been quite a horrible break. But again, that hasn't, uh, that hasn't been the case, yeah. um, you know. And you know, now my wife, you know, my wife is just spot. You know, she is, you know, she is so so supportive and is a big part of the business. You know, she does a lot of the back end, you know, stuff with the uh, with the systems and procedures and invoicing and chasing money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Without her, you where we are. You know, it's yeah. That's so, big. <laughs> you know. So, that uh, that that's that's great, great uh, experience that you you you're sharing there, Colin. So um, as we sort of um, uh, wrap up, for people who are maybe looking to start or they are wondering what it's like to to do business, what what's your best pieces of advice you can give for people who are looking to make it in business what things they should look out for and how they can uh, uh, stay the course and and get to achieve what they want to achieve what what's your best uh, advice you can offer i think i think um the first thing i think i'd say is 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 believe in yourself okay you know trust in yourself that you're going to do a good job for you know, for whoever it may be mm. you know Treat your treat your clients not as uh, a paycheck, okay? But treat treat your treat your clients as 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 really important people that you're there to, to help, okay? 
you know, and 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 improve their their business. If if you can improve their business, yeah. then you're gonna have better business. You yourself mm-hmm. better business. I think as well is is um you know don't stop investing in yourself. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm you know I'm I'm fifty three and um and you know, in the last, you know, in the last twelve months, I've I've invested, you know, in in personal development, in in my own personal health, and um and the results that I've got now as a result of doing that are far exceed anything I could have imagined, and so you know, and and it wouldn't have happened. There are plenty of people who could have, you know, in who could have, um, you know, done what I've done. Um, but decided for some reason or not that they not to do it, and and so they aren't aren't where I am. So invest in yourself, and uh, and you will you will become a better person. I mean, I read every single month. Every single month, I read a book that is helping me grow as an individual. Um, I also try and try and fit in some uh, you know fit in some some leisure reading as well but, but i read something that's going to help me as, a, as an individual whether it be a health and safety book or whether it be a business book or whatever it may be and um you know and it's just so valuable so so valuable so just just keep on doing it yeah that's that's brilliant that's great advice there quite thank you and therefore um finally for people who are looking to find you where where can people find you okay so on, on LinkedIn, you know, on there as, as Colin Nottage. Um, we've got a website um, which is influentialmg.com. Um, so that is uh, that is another way that uh, that you can that you can get hold of us. Yeah. Um, so that's probably that's probably the two the two easiest ways. Um, and um, you know, I think that we've got faith. There's there's Facebook as well, you know. But so I tend to use LinkedIn, I think, for most things. So yeah, so that's the uh, that's, that's that's how you can get hold of us. That's uh, brilliant. Colin, it's been amazing. Thank you very much for sharing your journey and all those great pieces of advice. There'll be a lot of uh, um, uh, you know of our listeners who like to resonate with that and uh, probably reach out to you as well with uh, extra bits of uh, information and help that them, they may need. So it's been a great pleasure. Thank you very much uh, for uh, agreeing to come on and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up again soon, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I really appreciate the opportunity to chat. You know, it's lovely. It's lovely to hurt me up. You know, whenever we uh, whenever we do have a chat, you know, there's always a there's always yeah. a big smile on our faces, mate. Absolutely, it's, it's always a pleasure. And at uh, ESA, it's such a great environment, such a great family, isn't it? Everyone, it's it's uh, you know, I know I don't one of my best courses that I, I've been to actually. You know, where everyone is just so friendly, you're learning a lot, and it's. Just a great skill as well to actually get, you know, it's brilliant. So it's so funny that you, um, you know, you, you know, we meet up once a, we meet up once a month, and uh, and yeah. you know, people talk about their successes, and you know, and the successes that people are coming out with are things like, um, oh yeah, I've I've written a book, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> my God, you know, yeah, like I've done an online training course or something like that, yeah. So, <laughs> You know, people, people are just, you know, and I think, you know, being in an environment where people want to succeed just gives you the great opportunity to become better as an individual. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so, you know, surround you. That's probably one thing I should have said, you know, surround yourself with successful people and you will be successful. And yeah. 
and that's that's what that's what the ASA definitely does, mate. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really appreciate your, your your support and your encouragement. You know, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's that's brilliant. No, that's great. Thanks, Colin. Yeah.